Hey, welcome back to a Ping Pong Flicks Hot Dog Hour. This week, I want to talk about Zack Snyder's Justice League again. Yes, I mean, it's it's probably the most anticipated DC property that's going to be coming out next year in 2021. And everyone, I mean everyone, almost everyone maybe, talking about how that's going to play out. Now, obviously, we only seen a quarter of Zack Snyder's Justice League. Zack Snyder said it himself that I mean, he hasn't seen the Justice League, or so he says. But he does say that from you know gathered information, it seems like we've only seen a quarter of his work. Um, but I think you know the general, I guess, the synopsis of the whole event of Justice League Part One could be relatively the same you get your history lesson you get bruce wayne gathering up all the league members superman uh, gets resurrected they all go fight steppenwolf and that's it um unless you're john aaron garza (laughs) from real in motion podcast where he actually had an episode with ben everts and they talked about his take on the timeline his uh, how that timeline goes and I, i'm i don't know if i want to go into timelines in terms of timeline a and b i'm just going to say my maybe my gut um my gut telling me what is jl1 part two and three at least the main factors that zach has told us like the main events that zach has told us for part ones two and three so well we already know part one um and how much it you would probably get into um but we don't know the ending right the ending is probably the one of the fundamental things that is is very intriguing to us because if it's open-ended cliffhanger it could lead to season two it could lead to part two um and that and and that's only given if nothing has changed since the original script um zach said him and chris tarot had done the original script it's done right uh, that whole thing except the crazy idea um and i don't like you may have different conversations with different people whether you know when he means the original script does he mean jl one two and three or just jl one um and so i think a lot of the confusion is in that respect that we don't actually know how much he's already put into you know paper um how much chris terrio wrote and i think they have a general outline of how it's going to go from one you know from part one to three um and we only really know so much of part one because we actually seen chopped up footage of it uh and the general idea of the steppenwolf battle and so on and so forth but the main events like how is it going to end is the conversation i want to have and i know uh, Garza says that you know he believes that JL1 will end with Lois Lane's death um, because you have that type of sacrifice throughout the movies Man of Steel um, you know you know Superman kills Zod um, BVS Superman dies and then what's the next biggest thing well kill kills off Lois and I think I think that could work as well. I think there is no right answer right now unless, you know, we actually see the movie, you see the miniseries, um, and hoping for the best that will continue on. But I, I think for me, it, it is an interesting one. I, I'm, I've played around with the idea that this is how it actually would go, is that J01 would essentially end pretty well. 
it'll end on a happy note, right? I mean, we kind of see Zack Snyder's just League, the HBO Max trailer actually does show uh, the entire team standing on um, that, uh, I guess that power, what is that thing, that, that thing in Russia, wherever that place is, right? Um, and they're standing on that uh, steam stack or whatever, and they're looking out towards the flying fox. And that's, you know, pretty much that's what we believe may be the end of the battle. It's, uh, you know, it's it's dawn. Uh, the dawn is rising. The sun is up. And that would be it. So that's where we kind of figure it would be. That's how the ending would go for that. And then it will end right there. Um, but there was that leaked storyboard that came out. There was that leaked storyboard that came out that actually shows the nightmare vision once again. Um, except it actually happens. It says um, five years later and you see a scene, you have a scene of Nightmare Batman, uh, a half, you know, a half looking cyborg or, or flash dragging cyborg. Um, and I'm trying to remember what it looked like. And they're dragging him towards like the Wayne Manor. Um, or something, right? Or the Hall of Justice, I'm not sure. But it says five years later, and they're trying to get into shelter um, before night falls uh, because they're, they're fear of him. And they don't specify who they're afraid of, but we feel like, I mean, I feel like it's Superman. It's the evil Superman. Uh, and maybe we even have a glimpse of evil Superman. I don't know, just for, for a little bit. Um, and then it says end of part one. So I think, so in my mind and how I'm, it, it plays in my head and I, I'm okay. I'm, I'm actually pretty happy if I'm totally wrong because um, that would be the best thing. The best thing you can do when you watch a movie and you think you've got it right in your mind because you know, you're subconsciously just trying to put pieces together in your head as you're watching a movie that at the end of the movie, the twist happens and you're completely wrong is the most satisfying thing I could ever, you know, I, I would think of, right? That's so satisfying that you're completely wrong. And I want to be completely wrong, completely uh, baffled in the in the twist. And, and, and I would love to see how this comes about. But, but in basic sense, because of information that has been out so far, including the nightmare storyboard and so on and so forth, so I'd see that uh, is, is that Justice League Part 1 ends, uh, you know, they close the boom tube, but they have a, a semblance of what Darkseid looks like and what he's going about. They think they've done it. They've saved the world. It just does a time jump. Five, it just says five years later, they were met with that scene with a nightmare in future and ends it right there, Part 1. And you're, you know, the audience is left to believe or, or wondering what happened. How did it get to this point? Didn't they close the boom tube? Didn't they save the world in Justice League Part 1? And that's how it ends, just like that. And so you got like five years worth of ways of telling a story, whether it's a Man of Steel or whatever. Um, but in that five years, that's where Justice League Part 2 comes in. So I believe um, Justice League Part 2 is essentially Justice League trying to be a Justice League. You know, we'll essentially have a team up, um, them trying to save the world or, or do something, working together, 
um, and uh, there's a passage of time. Um, and and this will be the controversial part is the part where um, you know Bruce and Lois kind of get you know more familiar with each other whether it's because Superman is either gone again somewhere maybe he's fighting in space or he you know him and Lois don't you know um, they you know don't stay together something like that um, you know, I could be wrong about that as well, so I'm okay with that. That's cool. Um, and I know people have told me, well, what if they've, you know, Bruce and Lois kind of got together during the time after BVS to just sleep part one? Yeah, that's true. That could be because, you know, Superman's dead. He's like dead, dead. You know, like there is a passage of time there. We don't know how long. Um, I mean, I'll think there, I, I've not found any clarification of how long it was from Batman v Superman to Justice League 1. So there could be some time there, but you know, aside from that, Justice League Two, I think, is when they fight Darkseid. Somehow, Darkseid either gets to Earth, um, and they tangle with Darkseid, failing at that, or or in a way, almost failing. Maybe they 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 know that Superman can take him on, and so Darkseid has to come. To, it has to come to the point where Darkseid realizes that the way to destroy this world is to get superman on his team uh to get that kryptonian on his team um and i think the the way he does that of course he you know anti-life and maybe he works with Desaad and says you know what there's one thing part of the equation left uh love equal lies and he needs to get his heart broken or some, something of that matter right um and so that comes to the part where you know there maybe i don't know how they get to the part where they he figures out he needs to kill lois somehow um and i don't know if it's an accident or whatever but he he needs to kill lois somehow he boom tubes into the bad cave um murders lois um and uh superman you know hates batman for it and he and he succumbs to the anti-life um instantly i think i don't think we actually see the part where maybe we don't actually see it actually happen um like i think that's the cliffhanger for jail part two is he instant she dies he starts to turn it ends on a dour note superman starts destroying cities and things like that um and then uh it goes into part three and that's where that's where you actually do see the actual nightmare future um, you also have the sense that there, the passage of time for one to two um, is confusing because Zack Snyder does say that Superman doesn't earn his blue and red till towards the end of of the film uh, of I think part three, unless we're thinking of maybe end of part two, but he has to earn his blue and red. But we know that he does have the blue and red while he destroys cities and so he must have already succumbed to the anti-life by then right um so that that part is also confusing as well um so we don't know those aspects as as all but i know that he does he is going to be a blue and red destroying cities that's in the nightmare future and so and, and then that makes sense because just like the boys show where you have homelander um the with the stripes and stuff it it's in a way to show that you can trust this guy like he is the 
uh, big hero. He is like a symbol of hope and things like that. So imagine, I would imagine that at this point in time, they know that Superman's back, the, the people of the earth. So they wouldn't run away. They wouldn't be fearful. Would, and it would actually make sense easier for um, Superman to destroy the world because they still kind of trust him, at least, right? Um, so uh, I think that's why he wouldn't have the blue and red. But Justice League Part 2 and 3. I think 3 is less of a mystery than Part 2 because Part 3 we know that there is a nightmare vision. If you take into account what Kevin Smith talked about in terms of part two and he said that they take to fight the fight to apocalypse i've heard that's not the case that they don't take the fight to apocalypse um they saw the boom through the boom tube i don't think they have enough members to actively say we have enough people here to go and to you know to apocalypse and fight them um this is a different situation than uh, the Apocalypse War, Justice League Dark, Apocalypse War. Because in that that movie, they had a lot more members. They had a ton of members. They had Titans. They had Justice League Dark. They had the Justice League. They had a lot more. And they had ships and things that they go into space. And, and they had a lot more things going on for that. They had a lot more, um, you know, I guess a lot more reason that they could potentially take on uh, an army of parademons with Darkseid, right? In this Justice League, unless they collected a good amount of characters from Justice League 1 to Justice League 2, I don't think this 6 or 7, depending on you know who joins in, would be enough to say, yeah, I think we got enough people here and we can go take on uh, Darkseid. Uh, so if I, I, don't th I don't think like that would happen. I, w I think Justice League 2 is still on Earth somehow. But... That also goes into question. Well, what do they do for the the you know extent of Justice League Two? Is this essentially like Avengers, and they're just you know doing small time stuff? Uh, you know, uh, not that Avengers does small time, like terrorist stuff and, and things like that for um, you know taking care of terrorists or going into things that deal with war, um, just to you know show them as a team that kind of stuff or and we have that little drama in between um introduce new characters introduce new heroes expanding on the atom uh martian manhunter green lantern how would that go and, and i i have a difficult time trying to figure out just league part two i can go in many many directions in, in terms of that um and I don't really actually know where the term Just League Part 3 came in. Uh, it, it, it baffles my mind what what exactly was Zack's plan for one, uh, for two, mostly two and, and three, if there was a three, right? So that part just, it, it really boggles my mind. And, it, and it, it makes me wonder so many things that I'm ready to talk about. Um, after these messages. Now we're back. Um, as I was saying, Justice League Part 2 um, 
effectively probably ends with Lois Lane dying. At least in my mind, it does. And then it goes part three into the nightmare future. But we don't know exactly not part two how how that would play out because we know so little about uh, the the arc aside from a general idea of how part one is going to play out. And so that's why I give credit to uh, Garza and Real Emotion when he talks about how Lois Lane dies in part two and it gets right into the nightmare future. And, uh, you know, actually Lois Lane dies in part one, gets right into the nightmare future in part two. Because that would take away that element of not like, trying to figure out what, what happens in part two, right? It, it would just skip essentially skip that goes to right to part three um and actually be in the nightmare future and there is a whole expanse of story there because there's a whole time jump um to that timeline and then that could work out as well um and so that i could see that actually happening uh as well but i feel like if it's just like one two and three do we actually just see uh, a nightmare vision for two and three effectively is that is that how we're going to see it and i'm i'm totally that totally boggles my mind i i think i that's cool i mean i love that because i would love to see the nightmare future unless they do two time jumps right and there is a nightmare future one and a nightmare future two there's two different nightmare futures in which you know garza kind of just maybe hinted at that or not i'm not sure uh but nightmare future one um goes about one way they do a time travel event at the end of justice league two um and then justice league three happens right um man i don't know uh and also the the idea of you know people are saying that batman dies in justice league part two i think maybe zach had alluded to that but also, the fact that the movies, when the movies were going to come out, when they were announced, it was Justice League Part 1 and Part 2. There was no Part 3. No Part 3. It was it was just, theatrically, it was going to be Justice League Part 1 and Part 2, and that would have been a single story. And so that would make sense if Batman died at the end of Part 2, and if we're going to have Part 3, then that means, because it's, you know, that's the longer story, it's not truncated then Justice League Part 3 would be where Batman actually dies. Uh, that's where the sac- ultimate sacrifice, um, Darkseid dies somehow, gets defeated. Um, you know, Superman and Lois raised their, the kid, uh, Bruce, and uh, names him Bruce. And whether that's, um, you know, Clark's kid or Bruce's kid, you know, that's, that's another conversation altogether if you listen to my other podcast. <laughs> but I think... What I'm trying to say is that there's so much hours, I think, between in two and three. If part one is four hours, you don't think Justice League two and three is going to be equally the same amount of length? So when we we talk about how two and three works and it's just, oh, it's going to be a nightmare vision. I think there's a lot more to that. I think in a span of eight hours, there's going to be a lot more characters a lot more heroes involved, possibly introduction to a lot more heroes, a lot more arcs within those stories than just the original members. At least that what that's what I believe. I mean, I'm I'm always to the point that I'm like, we don't know what's going on, but um, the basic thing is Lois dies somewhere 
Batman dies somewhere. There is a nightmare future somewhere, and then and and that's it. That's all. That's all we know. In between all those, how many members are there? How many people are introduced? Is is Joker working with a uh, Batman? Deathstroke working with Batman? The nightmare future? You know those kind of conversations. Those theories. They could all fit in because we just. It, it, our understanding of these characters or it's just from one movie if we can introduce cyborg flash and aquaman in the first just League part one you don't think we can introduce about the same amount of heroes in part two the same amount of heroes in part three uh, uh like barely a tip of the iceberg really and if he's, he's if he's calling the iceberg the the entire arc or the iceberg part one i mean that it's it's essentially probably um a lot more exciting and uh incomprehensible if he's saying that the 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 tip of the iceberg is just sleep part one because that means we know absolutely nothing of part one, right? But if he's saying that the tip of the iceberg, this is Zach saying this, Zach Snyder saying the tip of the iceberg is the entire vision arc, then that makes sense because we know a little bit about the entire arc and that was just sleep part one. That makes it a lot more, makes more sense. Um, but it's still the, the, the entire part of that is, is, just totally i mean i'm i am i'm going out of my mind just trying to figure out how this is going to go and i can't wait to see it and i really do believe that it's you know it's still going to happen i i'm actually more optimistic and now more than ever uh that it will still happen we could essentially get the entire vision and not just part one um but at the same time i'm like that's amazing like how is it going to get to certain points in that timeline how is it going to get to um you know batman sacrificing himself how is it going to get to the nightmare vision um that five years from just Lee one to two and i'm placing part two in it that in itself is a huge mystery there's literally nothing that could tell us what happens there um, unless you take into my account the, um, you know, the Scarlet Letter and Lois possibly, you know, hooking up with Bruce, um, that there could be some situation there that something had happened between those five years if you ever get to see it. Um, and, and that would basically be that. Another, and maybe my last issue, I want to throw in here that could probably... Uh, make it a lot more difficult to comprehend how this is going to go is that in the nightmare vision where we got that picture barrel on barrel Zack Snyder put out we see um, Victor Stone looking at his family and himself it's a vision of, of them together and in the background there are a bunch of ships and you know it's in, when when someone asks, "Are those apocalyptic ships?" Zack Snyder says those are Green Lantern, um, like that su succumb to the anti-life, and that part, like I don't think people talk enough about that. Like what? Those are Green Lantern ships? 
and they're taken over by the anti-life wait wait what Did, how can we not talk about that well that throws in uh, another aspect to the the part two situation is that we have to have seen this right i think we we would probably be introduced to green lanterns lantern core and that adds a galactic element to this whole story if if there are two lanterns that actually come over to see bruce wayne and warns him about dark side you, you think they're not going to stick around and tell him more or show him something or even hey you know we need to introduce to the league green lantern core we need to introduce you to the galactic part of this whole thing because this is bigger than you this is bigger than earth um i don't think there's just a cameo See, i don't think that the lanterns come in and um and just say hey by the way there's something coming and we're we're out of here you know they're they're gonna stick around uh whether it's hal or 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 john stewart i don't know but lanterns are gonna be part of this story and if lantern ships are succumb to the anti-life then i'm starting to wonder if you know there's a little bit of that kevin smith story where justice league 2 was supposed to be um them taking the fight to dark side now i said earlier in the first part that that's impossible to think up that especially with the current members but if you add the fact that there are green lantern core and their ships are an actual part of the Zack Snyder's Justice League entire arc storyline then that would be the perfect opportunity in that five year uh, span to be like we have the firepower we have the ships we have the army our army and the green lantern core being that army and that armada to take on dark side and there will be the pure pretty much the people that said hey you know we're we need some help um with some members here uh we've got a whole bunch of other members here um and we can go ahead and take that fight to dark side right um because you know they're gonna destroy earth he's coming here so why don't we go there surprise attack him you know um and i could actually believe that when you take into the account of uh you know the green lantern corps martian manhunter being also that other aspect to give them you know the person who uh the ex exposition if you will to tell them about how it is in the inter the new gods and intergalactic and, and apocalypse you know we we need those characters from out of this world uh to tell them more about the story like how you know wonder woman tells a story about the earth you know dark uxus coming down thousands of million whatever years ago and uh and all the you know the humans and the atlanteans and the amazonians got together um i'm scared sorry uh got together uh to defeat uh uxus at that time we're gonna need a history lesson in a way to explain apocalypse dark side as well out of this world and i think the two you know the two characters can do this green lantern and marsh manhunter and they effectively could lead an armada of green lantern core and try to take on dark side so i could kind of see that happening in part two um in a way 
and then end of part two would be that they need to take care of Superman and Darkseid knows that he needs Superman so he goes boom tubes down to earth and starts his plan of taking over by using Superman to be his vessel um, to take over the world and that's where it ends on part two Lois gets murdered Superman succumbs to the anti-life that's how it goes and then that would solve that mystery for, for part two. Then part three could freely be the entire nightmare future vision where, um, you know, the Earth's surviving, you know, heroes have to take on um, Darkseid or find a way to reverse it somehow. And it would explain seeing giant armada ships that Zack Snyder himself says those are Green Lantern ships because they failed. They failed in part two. They did not uh, defeat Darkseid. Darkseid somehow was able to, you know, convert him. And and yeah, I mean, it does sound like Justice League Dark Apocalypse War, but, you know, those types of scripts were thrown around and you never know. It could have been picked up here and there and maybe someone in the studio heard that that's what they were going to do and said, you know, that's a great idea. I want to do that, and, but in animation form. Hey, you never know how how these things turn out. But um, aside from all that, taking it out of Earth and going galactic is is very exciting. I mean, I I would love to see Zack Snyder do that. He's done some of that sci-fi thing, in, you know, sci-fi elements in, in on Krypton, um, in Man of Steel. But imagine seeing apocalypse i mean it will probably look like nightmare future in, in a way but um seeing apocalypse seeing uh, armada ships and things Zack snyder style man if he gets to do the original vision and if it's anything like we think it may probably be um and if we can believe kevin smith and uh, you know with some of the the things that Zack snyder t told us we're our first some awesome awesome stuff but then again right before i end this i'm going to throw you another um thing that will probably shatter all those all those uh theories is that zack snyder himself says that uh they don't leave earth um and that actually doesn't happen unless he's only talking about how it was going to be theatrically justice league part one and part two without a three so question is still up there and i accept all theories because none of us know exactly what's going to happen unless we're zack snyder but that's the fun part about speculating isn't it and i will continue to do so all right well thank you so much for listening into this ping pong flicks hot dog hour i certainly hope you enjoy these podcasts like i said a podcast will go up every saturday um and weekly at that and it will be very in-depth and things that i'll probably won't talk on the regular ping pong flicks show um but it's a lot also a lot more candid so excuse me if i go back and forth and go around and hopefully you can get you know can get caught up in it and actually understand where i'm trying to say but other than that thank you so much for listening and i'll see you next time bye